Good morning. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Sane. I'm your host, Nicole. Today, we're going to talk about if you're a giver or a taker in a relationship. You know, all, often, you know, you will have an assigned, defined role by your behavior, whether you are a giver, 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 or whether someone is um, seemingly always the taker. And I say seemingly on purpose. Because how many times have you felt like you're in a one-way relationship? You know, it only, it's you always giving, 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 or maybe your conscience is burdening you and you feel like, my gosh, I'm always receiving from them. They're always giving, giving, and I feel guilty. I don't have time to give the same that they give, or I don't have time to give, period, or I don't have the money, or whatever the situation is. You know, how many of us have felt like that at all, even just this week? And I'm sure a few hands have gone up. You know, I've been blessed many times over. Um, I have friends and family who just give. It's like a sport for them and they excel at it. And then there are times when I feel like I'm always giving. I'm always the one initiating the phone call, initiating the contact, initiating the get together, initiating the time. And I'm busy, 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 busy. But then I have to stop and go, okay, are you trying to keep score here, Nicole? Or are you just giving because you want to be a blessing to others? And then ask myself the same question, maybe they just want to be a blessing to you. Maybe this is what they want to do or how they say, I value you, I appreciate you, I love you, whatever the relationship and the positive affirmation is. And so, you know, you get online and you look for things about one-way relationships. And I really struggled to find anything that said, it's okay that, it's a one-way relationship. I really struggled to find where the world wasn't telling me to throw them away, to discard that relationship, to run the other direction, because everything says, don't give if you don't receive, but that's not what we're called to do. That's not, you know, human nature, you know, only give to those who give to you. This is not, you know, um, the spirit of generosity, and that's certainly not the motto of 2021 when there was numerous challenges put out there, you know, on various social media sites and all the radios, you know, shows were doing the pay it forward. Nobody is saying only pay it forward if you have been a receiver. Nobody is saying only pay it forward if the person behind you is someone who has done for you. The motto of 2021 really shaped up to be give, give, and give some more because the world is hurting. People are hurting. And then you have to look at your own close-to-home relationships, whether it's friends, family, coworkers, you know, uh, fellow students at school, uh, fellow people at church, you know, club organizations, civic organizations, whatever. And go, do you only want to give to those who have done for you? And I'm sure we're all going, no, that's not what we want to do. And so at times, you're going to be a giver. 
and you're going to give a lot in whether it's of your time, your heart, your uh, money, your efforts, your skills, your knowledge, your abilities, you know, whether you're always helping friends with their vehicles or always helping somebody paint their house or, you know, work on a construction project or Maybe you're talented in the computer and it seems like somebody's always calling you because they suffer from Nicolism and they're tech challenged to say the least, you know, maybe that's the deal. But what I'm challenging you to do is to think about it from the perspective of maybe this is your in for showing them a, a way, a better way, being a light in their darkness. You don't know what's going on in their personal life. You don't know if you are literally the bright and shining light in their whole world of darkness. You don't know if they are lonely, if they are sad, if they are unable to use words to say, I need help. And you might be the answer to that prayer for them. You just don't know. And because we don't know, This is when we're challenged to do all that we can do, to be all that we can be. And when God is saying to us, hey, you, you there with the excess knowledge, the excess time, the excess skills, the excess abilities, please help this person who needs a light in their life, someone to love on them, someone to accept them for their shortcomings because we all have them. Even those with excess have shortcomings. And for those of us, and I say us because I fall into that category shamefully more often than I should, those of us who are scorekeepers who, you know, are constantly tallying how much we've done or worse, how much someone has done for us that we haven't done back. That's when I challenge us to stop. Again, that might be their love language. That might be the area they excel in. That might be all that they know how to do to say, I value you. And so it's not a tit for tat, a give only if you got. It's a give if you have it to give. Love if you have the extra love. Shine your light wherever with whatever talents, knowledge, skills, abilities, money you have so that somebody else might benefit. And it might be a charity organization you donate your time to. It might be your church. It might be in your neighborhood. It might even be within your family. You know, whether it's your siblings, your cousins, your grandparents, or maybe it's even more intimate, your spouse. Everybody doesn't have it in them to give whatever it is you're receiving. Some people are not gift givers. I've talked before. My husband is not a gift giver. He doesn't even think about them. The good news is he also doesn't think about receiving them. Like it never dawns on him that it's his birthday and he might actually receive a gift. Consequently, I've been able to pull the same trick on him numerous times and take him out to dinner on his birthday to the most embarrassing place possible where they've stuck a coffee filter or a cowboy hat or 
come and clapped and sang a song obnoxiously loud and embarrassed the devil out of him. And, you know, because he's not thinking it's my birthday. He's thinking, oh, you want to go out to eat? Okay, well, then let's go. And so, you know, there are people like him that's just not in him. But the flip side to those people like him, he thinks nothing of if I ask for him to build a huge wall credenza in my office. His answer has always historically been sure. And he starts researching and picking pictures that, you know, he thinks I might like. And then, do you like this one? Do you like this one? Do you like pieces of each of them? And then he creates a masterpiece. So what, you know, for me would be a very daunting task, whether it was shopping for that, buying that, putting it together, choosing whatever, that to him is nothing. Whereas buying a gift to him is a very daunting task. He cannot even wrap his head around what to choose because it's almost like he's standing in the line of fire and he feels pressure to make the right choice. So he chooses nothing because he doesn't want to be there making the wrong choice. And yet for me, gift giving is easy. I I know people, I like people, and therefore I like to do for people. Now, I'm not as good as I have other friends that are very generous and very thoughtful, and they, I can't tell you how many times I've received, you know, little gift bags at my seat at church or, you know, brought to my home or whatever. You know, I love uh, tacos, and I have friends that will just show up here out of the blue with a package of street tacos for me. Because they know that is saying, I love you and I care about you. That is my love language. Really, for my listeners, anything Mexican is my love language, but street tacos are a guaranteed hit for me. But anyway, I digress. And so, you know, when you look at the people who are gift givers, whether it's a gift of time or something tangible or money, to the people who are not gift givers, it you can't compare. That's like comparing apples to oranges. You know, I buy my husband presents all the time. Things, little things, big things, it doesn't matter. If I know it's something he would enjoy, I find a way to make it happen. But if you compare those things, even if you tally it all up in dollar value, in enjoyment value, in size, it doesn't matter how you measure the things that I have purchased in huge lots, if you do the whole year's worth, it does not ever compare to the things he has made for me. He has built me or he has done for me. And so, you know, I still am going to pale in comparison. So it's a good thing he's not a scorekeeper. And therefore, people like myself, and I know I'm not the only one who always feels like they're giving, 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 or you know, always receiving from the same people, you know, they're always loving on you and you feel guilty because you don't do back for them. You do back for them in your own way. And it might be, you know, for example, you know, I have a friend who she knows one phone call to me and I will make it happen. It doesn't matter what she asks of me. I will make it happen. Even if it's past my bedtime, I will make it happen. And you know, I can hear some of you laughing all the way through the radio waves because my bedtime is 7 p.m. sharp. There is no deviation from that unless you have a need. 
if there's a need, someone, if I can make somebody's life easier, if I can help them with something and it has to be done after seven o'clock, then by golly, I will figure a way to make it happen. And so when you compare tangible to non-tangible or what you think is big to what they think is big, you're always going to pale in comparison or they are going to fall short of your expectations, but it's comparing apples to oranges. And so what I'm challenging all of us, myself included, to do is to stop comparing. Life isn't always going to equal out in dollar value or in quantity of gifts or in, you know, quantity of efforts uh, or quality of gifts or quality of efforts. But if you just say thank you and appreciate what they're giving, I guarantee you that you in turn will also be appreciated. But all the feelings and emotions you are struggling with, whether it's feeling taken advantage of or feeling like you're taking advantage because we all go through cycles of both. Other people are feeling that too, but just appreciate whatever it is you have received, whether it's an extra hug or an extra French fry on your plate, or the fact that someone remembered your favorite beverage when they went through the local coffee drive-through. It it doesn't matter that it might be an 89 cent cup of coffee from the local, you know, coffee shop or an $8 cup of coffee from the local Starbucks, they thought about you and that says you are important to me and vice versa. uh, You thought about them and that says you are important to me. And that's really how you're saying I value you. And that is where the real value comes in. So that's the challenge from me to you, from me to me, uh, to focus more on appreciating and less on qualifying, quantifying, tallying up, keeping score, because there's nothing to be gained from that. So that's your challenge for this week. Make today so awesome that tomorrow gets jealous. If you need me, find me at 15minutesofsane.net or on social media. We are always looking for topics to cover. We've received a couple new ones today. We will cover in the coming days um, for the next few weeks. But uh, if you have a topic you'd like covered, please don't hesitate to reach out. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.